Good evening, church. Hope you have had a good Wednesday. Hey, just a few announcements really quick before we get into our Bible study. Uh, number one, BJ sent out another email uh, this morning reminding you, get those videos to him, 10-second videos. Uh, he's going to show those Easter Sunday morning. Uh, I believe it'll be a great encouragement to us. So get with your family, follow his instructions there in that email, and send him those videos as quickly as as possible. Uh, number two, just a reminder, this Sunday is Easter Sunday. Start letting your friends and family know. Uh, look, with churches having to go online, uh, there's a lot of options for them, uh, what they can watch, uh, but it, but encourage them to tune in uh, to NBCNoonan.org. Give them the website information. Let them know how they can check that out and invite them to do that. The third thing uh, is we will have something for you uh, to watch on Good Friday. It'll be pre-recorded. It's not going to be live, so you don't have to sit down at a certain time. Uh, our prayer is that at some point on, on Friday, once we get that posted, that you'll take some time uh, with you, with you and your family, that you'll watch through that, that you'll meditate upon the scriptures uh, that will be read, that you'll just worship um and, and that your mind will be focused upon what Jesus Christ is doing for us as he lays down his life willingly upon that cross. Uh, for now, we're going to study the Word of God, uh, so let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your grace. Lord, as we open your Word, God, as we think about our greatest need, being the need for forgiveness. And how, Father, you have met that greatest need through the death, burial, and resurrection of your Son. Lord, as we study tonight for just a few minutes, I pray that our hearts be stirred to worship you, to praise you, and even, God, right now, this moment, to confess our sins to you so that we might receive forgiveness of sins. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're continuing our study tonight uh, in the Lord's Prayer, where we've been uh, for the last several weeks. It begins in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. We've been in verse 11 for the last two weeks, and uh, we're going to come back to verse 11 next week. Uh, there's one other uh, element I wanted us to look at, but for the sake of our time tonight, uh, with it being uh, the Passion Week and, and Good Friday quickly approaching, I wanted us to jump down to verse 12 and spend just a few minutes there. And forgive us our debts. And forgive us our debts. Because we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus says, and forgive us our debts. We notice that this verse 11, there's a prayer for provision. A prayer for provision. Give us this day our daily bread. And then there in verse 12, we see a prayer for pardon, for pardon. 
This is a wonderful statement here in verse 12 because it assumes two things. Number one, it assumes that we need forgiveness. We need forgiveness. And number two, it assumes that God gives it. The reality tonight is that we have a debt, a debt we cannot pay. We have a debt we cannot pay, right? We have a sin problem. Every single person on the face of this planet has a sin problem. And that sin impacts every area of our life. John MacArthur writes this, Sin rules the heart of every man, woman, boy, and girl. Sin literally has contaminated every living person at every level. Sin is the degenerative power in the human stream that makes men susceptible to disease, to illness, to injury, to death. Sin is the culprit in every broken marriage, every disrupted home, every shattered friendship, every argument, every battle, every conflict, every war, every pain, every sorrow, and every death. Our greatest problem is sin. It's sin. And we owe a debt to God that we simply cannot pay. And so Jesus here in this prayer teaches us to pray, forgive us our debts. The Greek word for debt means to commit a sin against someone and thus to incur and cure moral debt. Sin puts us in debt to God, puts us in debt to God. But there are other words in the Greek language for sin. There's the Greek word hamartia. Hamartia, it means to act contrary to the will and law of God. It means to miss the mark. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You also have the Greek word parabasis, which literally means a going over, to step across. This speaks of intentionally sinning, deliberately breaking God's perfect law, rebelling against God. We have all sinned. We have all rebelled against God. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. Therefore, we all have incurred a moral debt to God. We are in debt to a holy God. So the question then becomes, how do we handle this guilt? How do we handle this debt? Well, people handle it in many different ways. You see some who try to deny this guilt altogether. Maybe denying that God exists because by denying that God exists, they can't owe this God anything. Right? Others deny their own sin. I'm not sinful. Others deny a right or a wrong. They deny an absolute truth. Therefore, if this isn't wrong, then how can I be living in sin? Others acknowledge their guilt. Others acknowledge that sin exists. But they believe that man can pay back that debt. They believe that man can work their way into heaven to receive forgiveness, right? This is salvation by works. They believe that they can do good works, they can do charity, they can go to church, and doing these good deeds, God will forgive them. Their debt will be removed based upon their performance. Still others try to eliminate their guilt and their feelings of guilt by turning to alcohol, drugs, possessions, 
anything that makes them feel better about themselves, that suppresses that guilt, they will turn to it. But the reality is all of these efforts will fail. Why? Because God has it on record that we owe him a debt and our feeble efforts cannot pay that debt. So how can we go free? How can we pay the penalty for sin? The answer is we can't, but Jesus did. We can't pay the penalty, but Jesus did. God has provided a cure. God has provided a cure for our sin. Right? And the, the reality is it is the forgiveness of our sins through the work, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ upon the cross. The word forgive and forgive us our debts. That word forgive right, means literally to send away or to dismiss. Right? The Bible speaks of, of God covering our iniquities washing them away, not imputing them to us. Forgiveness is God passing by our sin. God passing by our sin. Forgiveness is God taking away our sin, removing it. Forgiveness is God covering our sin. But the question has to be asked, how can a holy, just, righteous God grant forgiveness to wretched, rebellious sinners? And the answer is the cross of Jesus Christ. Let me state this again. Forgiveness is God passing by our sin. Jesus is the Lamb of God, the perfect Lamb of God, without blemish, who was slain. His blood poured out over us, so that God can pass over our sin. Forgiveness is God taking away our sin. God removing our sin from us. God lifted our sin off of us and laid it on His Son, Jesus Christ, and then punished Him for our sin. For our sake, He made Him to be sin, who knew no sin. Forgiveness is God covering our sin. Our sin has been covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus teaches us to pray, forgive us our debts. Forgive us our debts. Northside family, our greatest need is forgiveness. Our greatest need is forgiveness, and God has provided complete and ultimate forgiveness to us through the death, burial, and resurrection of His Son, Jesus Christ. Peace with God and a right relationship with God can never be earned through performance. There is not enough money in the world. There is not enough good deeds that we could ever possibly do. We could not perform well enough to ever earn or deserve God's forgiveness. This is what makes Good Friday so good. We say, what could possibly be good about Jesus Christ being crucified, being killed? How could this possibly be Good Friday? Well, the answer is our sins have been punished 
For God himself made Jesus Christ the substitute who bore our punishment for us. That's the gospel. And the gospel is good news. That though we are sinners, we can be forgiven. So rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Rejoice in his resurrection from the dead. And understand your sins and mine through Jesus Christ have been forgiven. That Northside family is good news.